Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now lately I've been featuring interviews with some of your favorite artists from the 70s and 80s, and on this episode... I thought I'd focus more on the music side of things, specifically taking a closer look at the year of 1974. At that time, Jesus' music was only about five years old. I had only been playing this new Christian music on the air for a couple of years with my new Jesus Solid Rock radio show in Carbondale, Illinois. Larry Norman, Randy Stonehill, and Love Song had started the ball rolling. By this time, more and more musicians we're following in their footsteps. Some of those you'll be hearing on this show, including Barry McGuire, Michael Omardian, Honey Tree, and John Fisher, along with groups such as the established band called The Way and newcomers to the Jesus music scene, Petra. And I thought I'd start off with Jesus music veteran, Paul Clark. You can go back into the archives of the Full Circle Show and check out an interview I did with him back on episode 158. Paul was foundational for his Songs of the Savior album series, and one of those that slipped through the cracks was a song called Come Into His Presence, because it was subtitled Songs of the Savior, Volume 3. Looking back to 1974 with a medley of the first and the last song from this classic album, Paul Clark and Friends, with Listen Closely, along with Believe and Receive. Sometimes I think of Columbus And how his friends must have laughed When he said he knew the world was round But they still said it was flat Cause when I talk about Jesus My old friends shake their heads They say, oh how can you believe That Jesus was raised from the dead But I believe It's not too late, just believe Cause I've received It's not too late, just receive His love Even though they scoffed at Columbus Soon afterward they found it was true So I pray that after you've heard this song You'll know that Jesus Christ loves you too So just believe It's not too late Just believe And receive It's not too late 
Clark and friends, including Phil Kage, Jay Truex, and John Mailer, all of whom at one time or another had been in the group Love Song, which we'll be hearing from next. Now, all of the songs on this show were released in 1974, which was a landmark year in Christian music. For a number of the artists, this would be the year that they would release their sophomore albums including projects from Barry McGuire, Honey Tree, Dove, Ron Salisbury, and the J.C. Power Outlet, as well as Love Song. Now, one of the group's founders, Chuck Gerard, has coffee with me from time to time at Panera Bread here in Nashville. And here's what he had to say about this featured song. This one was a Beatlish exercise with Beach Boy overtones. It's about the importance of maturing in your walk. Now, I don't remember too much about the writing of the song. I can't tell you where I was or anything, but I think it turned out to be one of the more interesting songs. We even did it sometimes in concert, but it never became one of the big songs in people's minds. First, let's look to the Word to see what passages inspired this song. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, which reads, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head, that is, Christ. From Him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And then Hebrews chapter 5 verses 12 through 14. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. From the Love Song album called Final Touch, the group's second and last studio effort, their foray into the top 40 pop music sound of the year of 1974 with Don't You Know. And coming up, a guy I attended discipleship school with who was a legend in folk music around the world before he started to sing about Jesus. Don't you know it's not enough to sit around? Don't you know the time has come to get it on? Don't you know he's waiting for 
Back to where it all began, the full circle. This is Jerry Bryant, and my next artist on this episode, Barry Maguire, got his start in the folk music world. But his contribution to the year 1974 would prove that he was more than just another folk troubadour. My featured track is a myriad of musical influences, from rock to jazz to gospel and pop. And it comes from Barry's second studio album of Jesus music called Lighten Up, which is by far his best studio LP. It has both quiet and heavy musical moments. Barry used many of the same musicians that he worked with on his first album called Seeds. But the production on this one is less cluttered and without strings, allowing a better environment for Barry's rockier side and raspy voice. With Buck Herring producing again and the second chapter of Axe lending some awesome background vocals, Barry McGuire with his own unique version of a wake-up call entitled Hey World... Why did the 
raw emotion and even a bluesy side to him, Barry Maguire with Hey World from the album Lighten Up, which landed in the number 31 spot of CCM Magazine's Top 500 Best Albums of All Time. This is Jerry Bryant, and as I mentioned earlier, that was the siblings, Annie Herring, Matthew Ward, and Nellie Ward, known collectively as the second chapter of Acts, providing background vocals on the track. The album was produced by Annie's husband, Buck Herring, and many of the same musicians he used on both Barry McGuire albums were featured on this one as well. It's full of ballads, pop, and rock numbers, making the project very versatile. The harmonies on all of the songs were intricate, soothing, but charismatic at the same time. Annie and Matthew sang most of the lead vocal parts, with Matthew always singing the rockier songs. Matthew always sounded like a more husky voice Stevie Wonder. And Annie could even get a little Janis Joplin out of those pipes when she started getting emotional. Nellie actually did a lot of the complicated harmonies and was a joy to listen to on the few songs she would sing lead on. Looking back to 1974, a song that reveals how even a simple song can touch hearts. The second chapter of Acts, with the evangelistic, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home Without sharing the word How he came to wash us With his blood precious And I start crying Don't you wanna be free Things that hassle your soul Keep your life from living And you give from giving Are you dying? If you could do it from the start again And change those things that you'd rather Hadn't been Stop your life Jesus offers past forgiven and new life to live in he's worth trying now you can do it from your heart my friend and change those things that you're The second chapter of Acts, who got their professional start 
as background singers for Barry Maguire. And coming up, another group that has a Barry Maguire connection as well. Please allow me to take a moment to thank those who've been supporting Full Circle. It's really appreciated. You know, we just passed the 200 episode mark, but some have commented that it seems like there's more delay between new shows. Yes, I'm afraid that's true. We're going through one of the driest times since I started Full Circle. I mean, I get a lot of wonderful letters and encouragement, for which I'm grateful. It's just not enough. Please keep the show going with your financial support. Write me at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And on the website, you'll find a snail mail address or you can transfer funds electronically. And of course, there's so much there on the website that you can investigate pictures and past archives. Tell your friends about the show. And then when you have a little extra time, download some past Full Circle shows from the archives. This is Jerry Bryant. And like I said, there was another group that was connected with Barry McGuire. Actually, Barry was a part of their outreach when it was stationed in California. He even met his wife there. I'm speaking of a group called Agape Force, the worship team of the Agape Force Ministries. Now, the ministry started on the streets of Southern California. God was on the move. Something was afoot. Something was happening. That something is what people later called the Jesus Movement. Agape Force was one of the many parachurch mission organizations born out of that time. And what started on the streets spread to the church and then to the streets again. Agape Force was a combination of saved off-the-street kids, church young people, and youth ministers. Led by Tony Salerno, Agape Force is best remembered for its musical groups like Candle and Silverwind. But this group preceded both of them. Now Agape Force would later move to Lindale, Texas near Tyler and start a discipleship school. Barry was in my class as we attended the school preparing to be sent out to the nations. We received a radical impartation that's remained. Barry continues to travel around the world in concert and many of you are hearing my voice around the world through the Full Circle Jesus Music Radio Show. My featured song is written by Jim Patton, who would later go on to produce, arrange, and write most of the songs for the Grammy and Dove Award-winning children's musical, Agape Land. And now here's the Agape Force, asking the question, how could you love me so? On Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. How could you, how could you love me so? When it seems sometimes I don't know which way I should go But I'm yours if you take me Take me And 
Agape Force, with an unmistakable 1970s light rock sounding track that could have easily been on AM radio back in the day. I'll be right back with the first artist I booked in concert back in the early Jesus music days. Full Circle. Hey, it's Chuck Gerard from the group Love Song, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Next, an artist whose real name is Nancy Henningbaum and is often affectionately referred to as the first lady of Jesus music, but she's known to most simply as Honey Tree. Her contribution to the year of 1974 was an album called The Way I Feel. The record was dominated with mellow orchestral arrangements combined with some beautiful cello and classical guitar. It produced some high-class, easy listening, yet retained the essential folk ingredient of her former TV years. The bulk of the tracks were written by Honey Tree, with a few penned by her good friend and ours, Mr. Phil Kage. The project also contained her signature song, appropriately entitled Honey Tree. This sophomore effort from her was produced by Billy Ray Hearn, who, in my opinion, is the unsung hero of Jesus music, having discovered many amazing, talented Christian musicians in the early 70s. Billy also founded Sparrow Records after spending a number of years with Murr Records, which was the label that this project was released on. Many of the artists who were under Billy's wing during the Murr years would follow him to Sparrow, including Honey Tree in 1980. As I said, Nancy kicked off my Jesus Solid Rock concert ministry at the Upper Room Coffee House in Carbondale, Illinois. I would go on to promote Jesus music concerts for the next 20 years before moving to Nashville. 
with a kickoff track to the album The Way I Feel, Honey Tree, proving the old adage that less is more in simple song. And stay tuned for one of Honey Tree's friends with another simple song on Full Circle. album called The Way I Feel, Honey Tree with Simple Song. And big thanks to her husband, John Miller, for sending us a clean MP3 of the song to use on the show, as the vinyl copy of the song I had was just too scratched up to play on the air. Now, if you'd like to hear more of her music and find out where she'll be ministering, you can check out her website at www.honeytree.org. We now go from Honey Tree's Simple Song to John Fisher's Simple Pleasures, which is the title of our next song from this prolific songwriter, author, and speaker. John was also a contributing writer for the CCM magazine in the 80s and 90s. He's credited as one of the founders of Jesus Music, having released his first Christian album entitled The Cold Cathedral in 1969 a few months before Larry Norman's Upon This Rock. Although musically that effort was more of a pop and folk sound, and Larry did have more of a rock sound to his record, but it really doesn't matter who was first, because God was definitely doing something all across the nation. 
A whole host of young musicians were being brought forth to spread the gospel through the talents that God had given them. We may never know the names of many of those artists because they never even had a chance to record an album, while others did on small custom labels that only pressed out about a thousand or so copies of these independent projects. And such is the case with John Fisher's first two albums. But in 1974, John released the first of five albums in the 70s for Light Records, and then five more in the 80s and 90s. A thoughtful songwriter who could explore deep topics about morality and motives, even created a whole album that was allegorical in nature called Dark Horse, a musical companion to a book that he wrote bearing the same name. Here's John Fisher with the song Simple Pleasures, which takes a look at the everyday things in life that we just take for granted and the one who created it. Sitting by the ocean with nothing to do but talk to you. Sitting here listening to the whispering waves telling me it's true. Hiking to the top of a mountain, drinking water from a cool, clear stream. Watching the sunset and talking to God and knowing He loves me. These simple pleasures are everywhere in great measure. I just open my eyes and I can see. The richest things I have are free.
You're listening to Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show where I'm looking at the year of 1974. Do you recall some of these artists? Now, we just heard from John Fisher and next up, Michael Omardian, who had a few solo albums in the early 70s and then later teamed up with his wife, Stormy, for a number of projects in the late 70s and early 80s. Actually, in his solo work, Stormy played a vital part of writing all of the lyrics, which is a task she could handle quite well on their records together. She also did some background vocals on these early albums. There are so many great songs to choose from, but my feature song is from Michael's first album called White Horse, which was a reference to the White Horse in the Book of Revelation. Musically, like John Fisher, Michael was on a quest for Christian music that had better production value. So, he sought out the help of a number of top-notch musicians, many of whom he had met while producing albums in the secular market. And Jesus music enthusiasts, like myself, were excited to finally hear some well-produced synth-oriented jazz pop infusion. Michael's vocals were similar to that of Genesis frontman Peter Gabriel, and his keyboard playing was already highly sought after in the secular mainstream. And this album shows why. The song is about baptism, but it isn't cloaked in so much Christian jargon as to alienate the non-Christian listener. With an opening keyboard riff that, well, it sounds like it came from a classic Who song of the day, here's Michael Omardian and Take Me Down. And coming up, another Southern California band that I booked during the Jesus Solid Rock concert era.
the multi-talented Michael Amardian, who left Southern California for some Southern living right here in Nashville. Take me down. And I now head back to Southern California to hear from Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet, a group of guys who ranged in age from late teens to early 20s, and they pushed the envelope further in Jesus music than anyone before them. Their first album was the closest thing to a hard rock album to be released by a major Christian label. I remember that they were probably the hardest rock band I'd ever booked into Southern Illinois University Ballroom during the days of my Jesus Solid Rock concerts. So their albums are considered to be groundbreaking work that other artists looked upon before they themselves would break into the Christian hard rock scene like the band Servant and Resurrection Band. Now, my feature song is actually a rocked-out cover version of a song written by Andre Crouch from his 1972 album called Sofully. Looking back to 1974, the self-titled debut album from Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet, Satisfied. All my friends are wondering about the change that's come over me Ever since I accepted the man from Galilee well, how can I, how can I explain Something that I've never, 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 never known before It's like walking in the sunshine After a cold, dreary morn I've got that satisfied feeling Down in my soul, yeah Satisfied feeling Down in my soul, I've got that Satisfied feeling Down in my soul Satisfied feeling Down in my soul, all right, yeah So wonderful. wonderful, I wanted a little bit, more. little bit more So I got down on my knees and I looked in my hand And I began to praise the Lord Some started moving way down In the bottom of my soul Right then and there you know The Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost I got that satisfied feeling Down in my soul, oh yeah Satisfied feeling Down in my soul, I got that Satisfied feeling down in my soul, yeah Satisfied feeling Down in my soul, alright, yeah Woo! Thank you. 
Jesus Music Rockers Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet with a cover of an Andre Crouch classic called Satisfied. This is Jerry Bryant, continuing on now with a look at the year of 1974. And I have a song from the popular Maranatha Music Sampler series of albums. Now, this one had a host of great songs that, one reason or another, never showed up on any other albums, unlike most LPs of this type. The non-album tracks included songs from Mustard Seed Faith, Blessed Hope, Chuck Butler, The Road Home, Wing and a Prayer, and my featured group, The Way. At the time, the group was comprised of Bruce Herring, Dana Engel, John Wickham, and Gary Arthur. And the track you'll be hearing is clearly reminiscent of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young another popular group in the secular world at the time. Looking back to 1974, The Way, with a song that reminds us to be prepared because the Lord is coming back and asking the question, have you ever heard? about your life You'd 
better start to think about your sin Cause very soon the Lord will shine His light And all those who believe will be with Him The Lord is coming The Lord is coming The Lord is coming Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. You've been listening to a review of songs from 1974. Now, if you'd like to hear the show again or pass it on, you can find it in my archives at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com or download the show free from the iTunes store onto your iPod. At my website, you'll find a blog, pictures, links to many of the early artists, and a lot more. And if you want to give anything large or small in support of this radio show, you can use the electronic button on the website, as well as there's an address if you want to send something through the mail. And I want to thank you for helping. Hi, this is Michael O'Mardian, and you are listening to the very best of classic Jesus music on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. And to close out the show, I thought I'd end it like I began with a medley I put together, especially for this look back at the year of 1974. And just to reflect, that was a year of growth for many of those artists who had started to take the message of the gospel into the world through their music. Now, one of those groups was known as Petra, who had actually been around since 1972 
but didn't record their first album until 1974. And just a little bit of trivia to give you, in 1970, Petra's founding members Bob Hartman, John DeGroff, had formed a band called Dove, which quickly disbanded when John left to attend a Bible school in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hartman soon followed, and he and DeGroff joined two classmates, guitarist Greg Hogue and drummer Bill Glover, to form what would become the first of numerous incarnations of the group we all know as Petra. Now this was long before the high-tech sound, layered vocal arrangements, and flying spaceship guitars. The boys were cranking out rural rock and roll, with solid Allman Brothers-type dual guitar-driven leads adding simple evangelistic vocals. It was a foreshadowing of things to come. So, here's one last look at the year of 1974 with Petra, proclaiming I'm not ashamed, along with a parting thought on Full Circle. I'm not ashamed to say I need you You satisfy my every need And when I yield to you And give my love, you always set me free I'm not ashamed to talk about you Given me a love to share I know you died and rose And will return to meet us in the Maybe it will make you think of 
about him one more time And if you can, please try to understand Jesus is yours for the asking Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.